$4,000 in cash left on a kitchen counter meant to pay for a new fence. It was about literally 30 minutes. The money was just strewn on the floor like half-eaten bills and the envelope was completely gone. So <laughs> The bank told them they could tape together any bills with visible serial numbers and they'd replace them. So you sifted through vomit and droppings. Yes. <laughs> They recovered $3,550. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, my oh. goodness. So they're still remaining, what, missing about 450 bucks, it sounds like. But <laughs> Also, how'd you like to be on the receiving end of that at the Treasury Department? <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Eight fifteen on Wisconsin's Morning News this Thursday morning. I'm still, even after we've dug deeper into what was revealed in the Epstein documents, still conflicted on what to think about it. What is the takeaway? Because it's sort of nebulous. E, like, okay. We, this much we agree on. You don't want to be on any sort of list. Don't know. Don't want to have any record of any association with Epstein. But some of the names that were revealed late last night have no connection to any criminal behavior by Epstein. Cor- oh, absolutely. Correct. So now you have to go through one by one each name and say, well, why is this name in there? And what do we know about that? Some were almost like casual references, maybe a phone call that was made or a party that someone was planning to go to where that was brought up. It could be as simple as someone being deposed, having said, like, let's, I won't do you, I'll do Pancake. Greg Hill, was producer of Wisconsin's Morning News, is on the list. Here's, here's why. A person in a deposition says, well, I was contacted by the media. Yeah, a guy named Greg Hill at WTMJ right, in Milwaukee right. contacted me. Well, now, his name's on the list, but clearly is well outside any sort of activity that relates to Epstein. But also some very well-known names <laughs> and some power players beyond the pancakes Sorry, Greg. of the world. Okay, so <laughs> the big one... He's looking at me like, why me? Why, was I, why did I have to be on the, the list? The big one is former President Bill Clinton mentioned more than 50 times, though the filings do not indicate any evidence of illegality on his part, there is at least one comment that Epstein made that is said to one of the uh, victims who then told a lawyer that, you know, that where Clinton references his preference of girls. Was um, this the he likes them young? Yeah, he comment? likes them young. That, that Epstein had said that to one of the victims once. So that comment obviously does not come off very well for, for the former president. Um, in one instance, one of Epstein's accusers said the financier had remarked that he liked them young, but otherwise there isn't, um, a lot there other than it's just doesn't, and I'm not downplaying anything. It's just, it just doesn't, there's nothing there where it's like, this is dramatically illegal well, or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. You mentioned that, you know, people on, there's no evidence to indicate anything. You know, the, the sewer that is social media has gone wild against so many of the folks who've been mentioned. And one of the themes, why isn't he behind bars for this? Right. Where, where do you have Ev- actual actionable evidence to make an arrest 
for the commitment right. of a crime. ABC's Dan Abrams. The people involved, the lawyers involved, uh, the authorities have all known this information. It's just that the public is learning for the first time some of the names behind the various things that are alleged to have happened in connection with the civil lawsuit, again, that happened a long time ago. Yeah, so he's not expecting any charges here. And again, not because something isn't concerning when you see that or hear that, but just that there's... This is uh, people talking. This is depositions. This is there's no evidence necessarily in some of these cases. But yeah, the uh, former Clinton or former President Clinton is on there more than fifty times. Former President Donald Trump mentioned in the documents, but no reference is made to any illicit behavior on his part either. In in one case, it was the witness or the victim said, "Oh yeah, Epstein said we'll call up Trump when they stop in Atlantic City." Right. So, so there, there's just, another person on the list where it'd be like, "Wait, why am I on this?" Right. And they never actually did. At least according to this particular incident, right? This is we got to land in Jersey, and you know, oh, yeah. we'll call up my buddy old Donald Trump. Okay, okay. And again, right? There's not more evidence that suggests there isn't more there, but there's not any evidence that suggests he's directly involved with anything. And we should also point out more documents expected to come out today, so could be some more juicy detail. Uh, right. I'm looking um, for greater right. context in that. I uh, want a Prince, narrative. Prince Andrew is referenced repeatedly in the documents. In one instance, a witness testified that the British prince allegedly put his hand on her, groped her. He's always denied any wrongdoing in regards of his links. There has been settlements there. He's mentioned a lot of times. Uh, Alan Dershowitz, who helped Epstein get a sweetheart deal. Uh, the lawyer is named in the filings more than 130 times. Michael Jackson is even named on the list. A witness named in the document said she met the late singer at Epstein's house in Palm Beach when asked if she gave him a quote-unquote massage, which was the code word. She said no. Another one, David Copperfield. The the magic guy? Mm -hmm. A witness says she spoke (laughs) with the magician at a dinner at Epstein's home. She did not describe any illegal behavior again by Copperfield. Representatives for Copperfield did not immediately respond to any request for right, but nobody wants to be the person today who has to explain why you're look i i i just got invited to a dinner yeah right well, i was in the same room as this guy one. i had no idea um so others that have come up there's just random names that that have paul that have fallen through here just because of it sounds like more and more knowing somebody acquaintances etc there are names that have come up i saw a reference to actress cameron diaz i saw uh, Al Gore, Tipper Gore. I saw a reference to Donald Trump. And none of that means anything. These were just people that lawyers wanted to ask witnesses about during deposition testimony because maybe they had been associated with Epstein or, or their names just simply came up during the course of the lawyers' investigations. Now, that's ABC's Aaron Katursky who's read through all this. So what we can, it doesn't mean that this is yet. Like a lot of this is... There's at least one John Doe whose name has not been dropped yet that comes off not very well. Where okay, could, may have been involved yes, yes. knee deep in some of this so, stuff. And right. that, who knows who that is or if that would be that would come out today, but they expect some more details there. Um, I mean, it, the, the names like Stephen Hawking, like there is this uh, he's the astrophysicist who uh, passed away. Earlier this century, right? Yeah, confined last... to a wheelchair since right. ever, right? Forever. Yeah, for most of his life. Uh, there is... Some incident where uh, Epstein apparently, according to the documents, was trying to clear him of any accusations. And he was trying to get convince one of the other victims uh, to, hey, tell all the other girls if, you know, we'll give a reward to someone who will say that this didn't happen. Whether or not it did happen isn't really indicated, but he was trying to clear Stephen Hawking's name from any accusation. 
Good argument, though, for and, and you and I both as reporters definitely lean on the side of public disclosure of public documents. Certainly. Absolutely. Right. However, maybe a good argument for having kept this under wrap or seal to some degree because of the collateral damage that it can cause yeah, but, by association. But me- as long as these things are all explained out. And that's just, yeah. yeah. Like, and I think a lot of it is actually like when you see Cameron Diaz's name, if you read a little bit more about it, you know that she's, her name is just referenced. Uh, there's other ones as well. So I guess that part is clear, but you know how it works. I mean, I've already seen it. It's actually kind of disgusting. Some of the names that are just getting dropped and dragged on social media, just because influencers just like to do that. But again, I'm not justifying or defending anybody uh, in, in any of these documents. Right. They, we just don't know. Right. So we'll we'll get more today. One thing we should point out is yeah, whose name is not on the list. Yeah, as of now, Jimmy Kimmel remains not on the list, <laughs> and we have an apology of sorts. Pat McAfee, who, if you recall the story from yesterday, Aaron Rodgers was on the Pat McAfee show earlier this week, and Rodgers said, "Hey, you know who's going to be on that list? Who's going to be not excited about this? Is Jimmy Kimmel." Drop to Jimmy Kimmel. Late and, night guy who's made fun of Rogers yeah, yeah, in a lot of different ways. So, so they've got a sort of a back and forth. So they laughed about that. Oh, you know, all that stuff. Well, Kimmel was not laughing about it and, and posted on social. Hey, man, you know, you, you reference me again. You keep it up and we'll go to court on this. I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to be on any list, yada, yada. Uh, and yesterday, Pat McAfee apologized on behalf of Rogers, not for him, but basically said, hey, we're not looking to cause any trouble here. I think Aaron Rodgers was just trying to make a joke. And uh, so whether that's the end of this or not, who knows? But I don't know if there's a defamation case there. But uh, Defamation Kimmel- is really hard for public figures right. or for people who are public figures. I mean, basically what, what he would have to prove based on what was said here is that he would have to prove that Aaron Rodgers, A, knew that what he was saying was not true right. or was you know a reckless disregard for the truth. And then, not or, and deliberately meant for it to cause injury and harm to Jimmy Kimmel. That's a tough and. Yeah. Whereas if he, you know, gets in there, clearly joking, this is a guy that's made fun of me a bunch of times, I made fun of him back, clearly a joke, didn't have any... And and he didn't even say that, by the way. That's what McAfee said. Right, but could say that, and then that's the end of that court case. So I don't know that there's any litigation to be had there. What's curious to me, too, is, as has been pointed out, Disney owns both ABC and ESPN. Correct. Kimmel at ABC, McAfee at ESPN, and you know, did somebody step in at the, the higher levels? The network lawyers uh, call <laughs> each other up and be like, "Hey, got to figure this out." Hey, Pat, I'm going to need to see you upstairs about your boy over here, and we're going to have. Here's what you're going to do to fix this. Don't know if that yeah. happened. So these came out what late yesterday afternoon. They expect another trove to come out today. Don't know a time yet on when that'll happen. I have higher hopes for today's trove. Offering more definitive direction on what what we're talking about here. 824 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Just about 830 here on Wisconsin's Morning News. You think they're going to do the casino this time? I don't know. I mean, what what makes you think it'll even get to that far, you know? It got all the way up to the finish line back in 2015. And then Governor Scott Walker said, nope. Not doing it. Talking about the casino in Kenosha County, this same proposal is back up again. What's old is new again. 
Nothing is ever truly done here. <laughs> no. Nope. Right? Apparently not. So Kenosha Common Council did vote 11-6 in favor of moving a project forward after an hours-long meeting. A little bit of a bloodletting there, as there always is for any mm-hmm. major project. Mm-hmm. Right. So here's the proposal. It would be a casino owned by the Menominee Native American tribe. Now, they're northern Wisconsin, and they have some small, at least one small casino up there in Menominee. Um, and maybe some gas station slot machines and okay. things like that. But it's not a huge casino. It's not a huge revenue generator like some of the bigger ones in the state. They have long set their sights, the Menominee have, on southern Wisconsin in some way. And in Kenosha in particular. So this would be owned by the Menominee Native American tribe, operated by Hard Rock. So Hard Rock would be the operator. You get a Hard Rock, uh, what do they call it? Hard Rock Cafe. Mm-hmm. You get the hotel, concert venue, and then all the gaming as well. $360 million proposal. Uh, a couple of the folks on either side here, TMJ4 News, was, was at the meeting in Kenosha. This project is going to bring three years of good construction work to this community. We need to stop bleeding money into Illinois and all the other states around us. We need to invest in ourselves. So a lot of union support for the construction jobs estimated to be about 800 on the low end to build this $360 million facility. And then jobs associated with operations somewhere in the neighborhood of 1,000. Those are all strong arguments. And a number of people who spoke in opposition said, I hear you. This, that would be great. Be great for the construction workers and all that. But just because you can build something doesn't mean it's right in the long term sure. for us. Sure. So those being against uh, primarily concerned about crime. Somebody said, if you don't like it, don't come. Well, guess what? We all will have to pay in the form of increased crime and then higher taxes to cover remediating all of the problems this thing is going to bring. So ultimately, this did pass at the city level. I had to look at the map. I didn't know Kenosha honestly extended that far out. Tiny little sliver there. Yeah. So city of Kenosha, most of it is closer to the lake. And then much of along I-94, which is still in Kenosha County, is other municipalities. Uh, But there is a sliver of the city of Kenosha that does extend all the way out to the freeway. And this is not the Dairyland Greyhound Park where there are other plans for that facility. I feel like that was, I don't know if it was the last go around in fifteen. But it's long been proposed as another possible site for this particular project. That's not where they're talking about building this. This would be north of there. Land they're looking at is west of I-94, north of Highway 50. So that's not in Pleasant Prairie. That is in the city of Kenosha. That's why you have the Common Council for Kenosha weighing in. Next goes to the the county board for Kenosha. That vote expected later this month. So things will move pretty quickly here at the local level now that we're at this stage. Then, though, you got to get federal approval. And that goes to the Bureau of Indian Affairs, a number of different things that they'll look at, not the least of which is this isn't on what are right now Menominee lands. That's in northern Wisconsin. So Bureau of Indian Affairs would have to say, yes, okay, we can designate this tribal land or whatever they would have to do to clear that possibility for this to be a quote-unquote tribal casino. How long does that take? So I don't know. I always thought some of this took forever. It could. So I don't know what you would do. I don't know who could lean on the Bureau to fast track it, if, if, the governor, if that's a thing. If the governor was interested in this, and I'm not saying he is or isn't, right. but if he is, could he call the White House and say, hey, can you help us out a little Lean bit? Lean on your guys over there. Let's get this thing moving because I only got three years left in office. Yeah. And that's the final piece is even if it gets approval at the federal level from the Bureau of Indian Affairs, then you have to have the governor of the state and 
that person has the sole authority to make that final call. And that's what ultimately derailed it in 2015. Then Governor Scott Walker, for an assortment of reasons, decided, nope, we're not doing this in Kenosha. So it crossed all of those hurdles, got to him, and he said no. And there's nothing the legislature could do about it, nothing anybody else could do about it. There is no appeal. It just says no. So assuming Evers is still in office when this gets through the federal level, which he's got three years, what is he going to do? I have not heard. Have you seen one way or another mm. governor's office weighing in? Sometimes they'll say, well, we'll look at this. Well, we have that situation in Beloit. Right? Yes. Aren't they building a casino there? So Governor Evers did approve uh, plans for, I believe that's Ho-Chunk that wants to locate the casino in Beloit. And that went through all of these processes, and the governor did sign off on that particular project. I don't know where that's at. I feel like we should be further along right now. And what's interesting about that is what uh, the Journal Sentinel's Dan Bice told us yesterday. So he was on, he broke the story that Potawatomi here in Milwaukee is thinking about or planning to build a 6,000-seat music venue and we were like, okay, well, why would you do that? It's cluttered here already. There's so many different venues in Milwaukee. And he said, you know, you're, you're thinking and assuming that Potawatomi is competing with the other markets or the other venues here in Milwaukee. Pato could be actually trying to compete with the soon-to-be-built or potentially-built casinos like the one in Kenosha and right. in Beloit. And whether or not that's sustainable. And, I, you know, I'm generally pro-development. Sure. And I've generally, if the people of this community want that and there are tax benefits uh, on the local level, there are tax benefits on the state level, I generally tend to support those things. But what I don't want is a whole bunch of failed projects because there's just not the market for it. Can we sustain Pado? Can we sustain also in addition Beloit? And then what? 60, 80 miles to the east of there, can we sustain another new development? Can these all be healthy entities and contributing, or do they all just sort of siphon off the same number of people? If they can all stay healthy, I'm in favor. We'll see. And to your question of how long does it take at the federal level, don't know the answer, but it may come before Governor Tony Evers before the end of his term. 8.35 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Wisconsin's morning news on this Thursday morning. I'm, I'm not actually like offended by this. You can be. It's fine. I'm not. But it, well, here's where I'm offended. I'm more offended by the reaction of the, this tired old thing about how Wisconsin and Green Bay has nothing to do and we're metropolitan and you're not and whatever. Talking about Bears quarterback Justin Fields. He had some things to say about Green Bay in the upcoming game. Uh, I know their fans going to be loud because there's not much to do in Green Bay except watch football, but um, <laughs> not much to do in Green Bay. Not much to do, but play football, watch football. <laughs> yes, there's nothing to do in Green Bay or all of Northeast Wisconsin. No restaurants to eat at, no entertainment venues, no concerts to go so to. So it sounds like you are bothered by what he said. I guess I am. I don't know. Just And I don't think he was serious. Like, maybe that was just his little quip. Sure. But I, I, do, I do get tired having lived up there. I li- so I went to college at St. Norbert, which is just outside of Green Bay. So you're in the region and then lived in Green Bay for four years for my first job up there at the CBS station. And I loved it. My brother still lives up there. I, mean, yeah. I think his address is De Pere, but you know, he works in Green Bay. And I love Northeast Wisconsin. My okay. whole family was largely from down here and I wanted a little bit bigger and I wanted to come home. And so that's why I'm here. But no reason not to stay there all right. at all. Loved it. And there's plenty to do. 
Do you want me to keep listing? Well, no, a nice I little really, museum I just up think there. It's funny that you, so, the Neville Public Museum in Green Bay. That's uh, a fine. I know fine. the fans gonna be loud because it's not much to do in Green Bay except watch football. But um, uh, so you're upset at not that, but at their laughter <laughs> after well, the fact. Is that right? Yeah. Can you? Right, well, okay. Let's see if we can isolate this a little bit here. Let's see here. Uh, I know their fans gonna be loud because it's not much to do in Green Bay except watch football. But um. <laughs> <laughs> you added that. The media. Boy, those media members just laughing. <laughs> you added over that. the top. There was a guy in there. Did he have like the did he have the bark going? Did you uh-huh. hear a little yeah. There's like almost a buzz. Here, yeah. listen, I'll isolate it. <laughs> <laughs> That's for real from the news conference. Who was, who it's lost like, it and went it right into <laughs> Right. Who went right into the bark? Yeah, and then it, it tra- wasn't that funny. It transitioned to this. Now you're confusing people. That part was not real. It's egregious enough without it. So is it bulletin board? I thought I Tausch think. had a very interesting take on this. So we asked Tausch about it, and he was kind of like, if that's all you got, then you're you're at the bottom looking up. If that's going to be the comments you make, like, <laughs> he was, honestly, he was he was like he was like almost rolling his eyes. He wasn't offended. He was just rolling his eyes at it. He was more offended at the lack of solid trash talk. <laughs> Coming out of that locker room, like, if that's all you got, you're going to make fun of our town? Great. Okay. Right? If you're going to talk smack, talk smack. If you just dump on the town, like... But I, I love that kind of stuff. I think it's great. It, all it does is put a chip. Let's. Why not add another chip? You know what I used to always say about Aaron Rodgers? A crusty Aaron Rodgers yep. was a phenomenal... Yes. I wanted him angry about something. I don't think a lot of these guys are going to take personal offense to it. In no, fact, they're probably, probably the ones that told them. Probably a large percentage of them would agree to an extent, in fairness, right? Is Green Bay the most exciting city on the planet Earth? It's not. Is it a huge metropolitan? It's not any of those things. But it is a great place to live. I was proud to live there, and there was plenty to do. I was never bored. It was never a situation where it's like... Like, hmm, I guess there's nothing to do here. <laughs> the personal affront to you. Yes. <laughs> like, you're like, you're personally too offended. Much? I am. No, I, I, I don't I, know. I just, it's just funny. You're just not the only one that felt that way, I'm it's, sure. It's tired, too. It's just tired. Actually, you know what? Fine. If that's all we got to do in Green Bay, good. We'll keep playing for another week. Okay? We'll yeah. go up there, we'll beat the pants off of you, and we'll get another week of football since that's all we got uh, to another do. Another fan's going to be loud because there's not much to do in Green Bay except watch football, but, um... <laughs> I'm sorry, Justin? Jimmy, you're WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. song blow your mind when it came out octoing baby what a great album you two had a good run there man you could pick any number of them they're still alive movie. eric you're right they're playing the sphere <laughs> yes they are wtmj five day forecast sponsored by dave drake camp heating where your comfort is their family's tradition high of 33 degrees today under quiet weather low down to 25 tonight and each day in the next five temperatures in the mid to upper 30s got a chance of snow showers on saturday chance of flurries on sunday but that's about it in the precipitation department. It's great November weather, weather in January. I love it. Yeah, even in northeast Wisconsin. Not much to do in Green Bay except watch football, but... um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But my favorite is, so Steve, on the old National Bank talk and text line, we're talking about how Justin Fields made that comment, there isn't uh-huh. much to do but watch football in Green Bay. And all the texts are like, well, then why are there always Illinoisans up there? What's with all the fish, right. and fish yeah. tabs driving 80% around? 80% of your, <laughs> 80% yeah. of your tourists I got Illinois plates. It sounded like a guy, and I have. I actually think Justin Fields could be something on the right team, the right situation, right coach, all the right receivers. But um, it just seemed like a comment made by somebody who's just struggling to, to make himself relevant. It just seemed like a weird thing to say. I think. Why would you want to offend the, the place you're going to play next? It's like he he's, he prides himself on being like you know responsible and very thoughtful, and you say something stupid like that. Yeah. If, if I'm being a hundred percent honest. I think he's probably a good guy who just had a little, be popped off a little something, right? Yeah. Wasn't trying to give a jab. Wasn't I think he is a good anybody. guy. Just like, said something stupid. Just, just had a moment and just said something funny. Got a little Green Bay is not Chicago. That. I think we but, all understand right. that. You know, but I'm we gonna get choose, it. I'm going to choose to be angry about We're it. Falling into the trap. <laughs> yes. By getting all offended by I'm all gonna, I care about is that they angry. pound the hell out of the Bears on Sunday. That's then you right. can just shut all that nonsense up, and Justin Fields can go back to wherever Justin Fields lives. And then, since that's all we got to do in Green Bay, then we get to watch every week of football. I mean, it is a unidimensional city, right? It's the Packers and, and right. basically every, nothing else, right? I mean, I'm, I'm honest about that. It's not it's not the the center of the universe, but it's it's a fun town and no, it's, it's, it's a unique LA, story. It's not New York. It's not no. Chicago. It's different. He's getting it has, under your skin. It's worked. I didn't even think about. It. I'm not even talking about that today. Actually, <laughs> oh. I'm more ticked off about this SRO MPS story. Oh yeah, no, we're getting to it. Now they're yeah, jerking. No, what they're doing, MPS is jerking yeah. them around. Is what they're doing <laughs> in the way that MPS always does. And I'm going to have some things to say about that in a few minutes. Steve Scafidi is next with WTMJ. Now we'll do the business headlines first with the Milwaukee Business Journal's Sean Ryan. Bacon, I must do it, green bags, and watch football, in. but um. <laughs> uh,